rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what's going on, everybody? It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been since last, well, since Friday. My uh, chair is uncomfortable, so that's why I'm fussing. All right, thank you so much for hanging out. We meet here every Friday. I know it's not Friday, but it is our weekday get-together. We try to do at least one show during the week uh, to, uh, you know, touch base if my time and schedule permits. So hopefully, uh, yeah, it's a good one. I see the chat room filling up with our great American patriots and also our international contingent uh, who we do have some, believe it or not. So hello, hello. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And let's start there. Thank you. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash devil to keep the show on the air. That might help. And keep our little gathering. You know, it's like putting the cover charge on the, uh, on the bar tab or on the whatever the hell that is. I haven't been to a bar in a while. So let me see. Also, if you can support our um, supporters like APS Radio News, this this show, along with other independent media voices, are hosted at APS Radio News. Um, uh, Charlie runs a he runs a tight ship over there. So uh, thank you so much, Charlie, for making me a part of the APS Radio News family. He is a passionate and, uh, oh, I mean, I'm sorry, this fucking cat. I'm sorry. I, I, you know what? In my mind, I'm hearing, uh, some people, they don't like the cats. Uh, we have a problem here at Tara Buster Studios right now, and I have to apologize. Some people are like, you know, the cats get, they distract, they get in the way. I, I mean, I, I understand. I'm very sorry that it gets on your nerves. It's, um, you know, the nature of the beast. We don't have big billionaire benefactors. We have Charlie from APS Radio News and the patrons and the super chatters and whatnot. So maybe one day we'll be in an actual studio, but as just for today, I I live in a one-bedroom apartment. This is, this, this is Terrorbuster Studios. And, uh, you know... I got some cats on my hands right now, and I it's really out of control. So I understand. Get the hell out of here, Junior. Please leave me alone. Just as we started the show, they started. They were very calm until I started the show. So now I have because I have the um, the rescue cat, uh, Boo Boo, who is hopefully will I think in the next two weeks he'll be gone and things will settle down. So uh, we w- will be a little bit less chaotic in here. So please, if you, I understand, I understand. It can get uh, distracting. So uh, if you can bear with it, uh, I really appreciate it. And understand that like, this is what we're dealing with. So we have a show. Uh, I, I can't go to a studio. This is the studio. So, okay. Anyway, I'm just explaining it. Yeah, everybody has different um, opinions. I can't, I try to accommodate everyone because this is a community uh, show. 
It's for all of us. I'm not sure. You know, we're, we're, we're hanging out together. Talking about, look at this shit. Look what's going on back there. Stop that, all of you. Not that they listen. I don't know. I can't wait till that cone gets off of, of Boudica's head. It's, yeah, she was fixed. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a very challenging couple of days. Well, uh, maybe, when was that? Nine days? I have to take her out. She's going to the vet on Monday. I'm sure it'll come off then. The stitches comes out, whatever the hell. And she will be normal. All right. And then, I mean, so much shit to do. I'm always going to a vet. It's really, it's getting a lot over here. Okay, where do we begin? There's so much going on. Let's, yes, it's a cat fight. We got cat fights. Get fuck off. I may have to, like, put... Stop it, you two. I'm sorry. You see, let me play a video. And I'm going to put Boudica in the bedroom. That's what I think we're going to do. And things will calm down. Uh, let me see. What can I pr play while we do this? I'm going to play, just to start us off on a positive note, I'm going to play Howard Stern's... Um, let's see. Let me lower this. I'm going to play Howard Stern talking about He's proud to be woke. And I will be back in a minute. Wait, picture in picture. I want to shut that off. Show picture in picture. All right. And then I can't. I'll just. And there's Boo Boo, too. I don't know. Boo Boo's on the loose. See Boo Boo in the cat tree? Let me see. He's very good. He's out. He's out of the bed, the bedroom. I mean, bathroom. Yeah, I think I need to put Boudica in the bedroom. All right, so let me play this, and we'll really start the show in a minute. The clip, but uh, he does say, you know, I'm a big Howard Stern fan, and I started, but but how he goes, yeah, but Howard is woke now. That's I hear that oh, a lot. Geez. That I'm I'm not good anymore because I'm woke. I, I, my whole career, I've well, been hearing. Well, maybe Metamucil is woke. Stop eating it. Yeah. By the way, I kind of take that as a compliment that I'm woke. I'll tell you how I um, feel about it. To me, the opposite of woke is being asleep. And if woke means I can't get behind Trump, which is what I think it means, or that I support people who want to be transgender or I'm for the vaccine, well, dude, call me woke as you fucking want. I'm not for stupidity. You know, I ran out Friday morning. I was over at CVS. Thank you, CVS. I went over there 9 a.m. and got myself that new vaccine for COVID. <laughs> fucking science. This fucking country is so great. You can get it for free. I mean, everyone can get it for free except me. I had to pay for it because some what? reason my... My fucking insurance, you know, they take your insurance card and they go, oh, your insurance for some reason doesn't, I, I go, I got the shittiest fucking, I, how did you wind up with a bad policy? What's wrong with you? Cost me 300 fucking bucks for me and Beth. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, more. Anyway, the rest of you will not have to Please pay. Stop it. No, I've never. They take my information. They say, has. They don't even look anymore because they have me in the file. And they yeah. say, has your insurance changed? No. Here's no. your shot. 
I don't know what's going on. But anyway, I didn't care. I, I wanted it. I got there super early. And I was like the first one. And I, I got that shot. And I'm like, God bless the United States. God bless the United States. I get every fucking vaccine. Good. And, and for those of you who think the government's trying to kill you or implant chips. Or go they're ahead chipping with your, you. I don't yeah. know why they're chipping you. Go for those really. conspiracies. But I am woke, motherfucker. And I love it. I want to be awake. I want to read legitimate news sources. Here's how woke I am. I believe the election was not rigged. Because well, did, you, did you did you hear um, Trump's latest statement about yeah. how he decided the election was was uh, fake? Was that he just felt that way? Yeah, and he felt he had he a feeling. Listen to his lawyers. His lawyers <laughs> said to him, "You lost the election." He said, yeah, "I didn't, didn't trust like them. I didn't like them. I didn't respect them. I decided that yeah. the election was rigged." So I'm woke, man. I, I'm, I think that's a compliment. And it is. All right. Thank you for your patience. Thank you so much. All right. Let's get, well, what they were, you know, um, talking about. And I see on the chat, best quote of 2023, Winston says, I'm not for stupidity. Absolutely. And that's, uh, that's a good thing. I also see Haiku says, I can't find a vaccine for less than $190, which sucks. That's, I mean, everything that sucks, though, we can blame on the Republicans. You know, they inflicted this on us. Vaccines, the, it would be free. They would still be covered by we the people, if not for these filthy fascists who, I guess, they have a death wish because... You know, I, I, we all know that the majority of people who are dying of COVID still are in red states. These are the re Republicans who think, like what they were talking about and Howard Stern, that they're being chipped, they're being tracked somehow. I mean, exactly. The chips are in your phone. You're already being tracked, you dumb dumbs. Not you. I'm talking to them. But they're they're so I can't, I can't take them. They're so tedious. It never stops, and nothing personifies how ridiculous. Yes, thank you, Haiku. That's true. You should do a segment where you read mean letters. Yeah, I should when I get some mean letters. Um, I'm not you know the person who told me he didn't like the cats. That's not a mean letter. That's somebody who likes the show but just doesn't like when things get interrupted with the cats. It's he says it uh, it kills the flow. And I can I can understand that. I can understand that. It kills my flow if I even have a flow. And it's it does get on. It's not annoying to me cuz I guess it is annoying maybe in a way, a little bit. Um I wish they would calm down when we do the show. Like just like little uh like little boo boo behind us. We can take that. But you know, if even if Tara Jr. just sat on my lap, that would be one thing. But he's you know, he's fucking with things. He's pulling out plugs, he's hitting the keyboard, you know what I mean? So it's annoying. But I love him. 
I love them all, even though I know. Oh, for the Francis report, that's another thing that happened. I forgot to tell you the because um, you guys know, and I received a lot of emails and and uh, whatever messages about Francis. Some people were upset, saying that I was going to kill Francis, and you know I'm not a good person, and all this. And, uh, and I, you know, I don't know if I, if I explained, I'm not, I'm not killing Francis. Okay. He pissed me off. Of course. How, why, I mean, I have the right to be pissed off and also to be wary of him after he attacked me. You know, I understand it was a, a confluence. Is that, was that the correct way to put it? Of events that probably won't happen again. We had the the cat in the bathroom. We had Boudica screaming um, from the operation. And now I'm getting text off the hook here. And uh, so it was very upsetting. It was upsetting to me, but I didn't want to be attacked. But he came from the other room. It wasn't like he was cornered. He came from the other room and he, and he you know, began to uh, cover me and I don't know. It's hard to tell. I say, look what he did. Bite, 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 scratch. All right, that's only one. I don't even want to show you because it's kind of disgusting. So it's healing. And um, yeah, I took Francis to the vet. He's on medication. He seems calmer. It's probably, yeah, it's a lot. He was overwhelmed, Kathy. That's probably what happened. I bet, yeah, the other thing that got me it was because the other two weren't attacking me. They were there, too. I'm sure it was upsetting. So, it, you know, and I've been through a lot with Francis. He was adopted with pre-existing conditions. I've told the story before. He's very, I mean, he spent the first three months of his little little uh, kittenhood in the hospital and uh yeah he's come a long way and it would be a horror show to have to do you know have him not have a long life and a natural death so but the the truth is if he had attacked anybody else but me he would I would be forced to have put him to sleep. The level of what he did was off the hook. He, uh, it, it looked like a crime scene. All right. There was blood on the floors, blood on the walls. I mean, he was not kidding around. So, uh, and then next day, yeah, I was upset that night. He let, he went under the chair and he stayed and I was like, fuck off. Good. Stay there. And I shut the door, and I, uh, he, the next day was like, yeah, nothing, no biggie. I know I'm going to have scars on my arms and stuff, and he bit me on my legs, he bit me on my, he scratched me, you know, so he was trying to murder me. Um, So the vet, you know, he's on Prozac again, which helped him in the past, and he's on uh, another drug called gabapentin, which is supposed to calm them. So he seems kind of calm. I hope, eh, whatever. We'll take it a day at a time. It doesn't seem to be a, uh, you know, a pattern. It's 
probably a one-off, thankfully, for all of us. So anyway, uh, you know, it just got on my nerves, too, for people to be writing me and telling me, like, I'm not, I don't support animals because I'm going to, uh, I was talking about putting Francis to sleep. I'm just being real. If he, if it was a thing, what if his brain broke? He got old, something happened, and he, this is like a new thing. Uh, I can't live like that. So I'm just like the last resort. And as I said, I guess we're fortunate he got me and nobody else. So, all right. Cat healthcare should be free. It should all be free. Yes, Kitty Prozac, it's not, it's, it's Prozac. It's uh, not just for cats. It works for, it does work, because he used to have a, a, um, a compulsive licking problem in the beginning of his life, after he had the, the surgery, and uh, he, and it's the only thing that cured him of it. It was like miracle, so... So he's normal. He seems back to normal. Everybody's, I'm like, everybody chill, right? Chill. Like from Pulp Fiction. Chill, chill. Tell that bitch to chill. That's what it's like. <clears throat> All right. So whatever. That's the cat report. Let's get on with what we're talking about. Uh, and the fact that the Republicans, if if you watched that debate, that's the other reason I didn't do the show yesterday. I was like, yeah, this stupid Republican debate is happening. I don't know if you guys wanted to watch it. I I did watch. I didn't watch the whole thing. I have to tell you, I couldn't stomach it. It was it was ridiculous, and all I could think the the bits that I watched and then I watched of course the reaction the recaps the the highlights what are what the what are the highlights but all I could think was who votes for these people and that seems to be the thought that comes to my mind most of all when I'm when I pinch myself and I'm like I'm living in this in the last days of the American Republic and I'm surrounded uh, by idiots. There's a lot of idiots here. There's a lot of people who are incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. And the, the, the most concerning, well, there's not, it's not just the most. One of the concerning things is that, that we have a media apparatus in this country that seems to be part of the delusion, the mass hysteria. Now, earlier before the show started, I had the TV on behind. I was li listening to MSNBC while I was getting the show ready. And uh, Joy Reid was on with Ann Applebaum, who wrote, uh, she's an, well, she's an expert in authoritarianism. I think she, what's her books? On Tyranny. Uh... Let me see. Uh-oh. I'm only saying uh-oh because... See, I thought my computer froze for a second. But it didn't, thankfully. And Applebaum. What did she write? Oh, yeah, Twilight of Democracy. What else? 
Anyway, well, you know who she is. She's an expert on authoritarianism. And so, she, and she was discussing this and discru- discussing the the Republican Party with, with Joy Reid. And her, she made a comment that, that we are further along the road to authoritarianism than, um, than Joy Reid was was giving uh, or whatever what, that even Joy Reid thought because the way she she phrased something and then Anne Applebaum had to comment that no we are further along towards authoritarianism and then she gave the examples of how the Republicans have have uh, stopped any democratic reforms as far as voting, how they've rolled back voting regulations that that expand voting, that, and also um, have gerrymandered districts so... Yes, strongman. Thank you, Ed, on the chat. Uh, have, but she was saying how these uh jerry the how like jim jordan for example his district is so gerrymandered that you really can't do anything about getting rid of him legally and peacefully that he is uh, i mean and that that's a that's authoritarianism you know use the mechanisms or that's how democracies die part of it use the mechanisms of democracy the trappings of democracy and then pull the ladder up behind you once you're in power you you could well you keep the trappings of democracy the the whole veneer while the uh the substance the essence the uh, the function of democracy is dead because you, you can't do anything about it and the peaceful, tr- the 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 fact that we cannot boast any longer that we have a tradition of the peaceful transfer of power—that's what just one one of the many absolutely dis- discouraging, but you know, should be a wake-up call, an al- alarming fact about the time we're living in, and how Trump's rhetoric. How Trump is a boss. He is a crime boss. He is a a classic authoritarian, and the Republican Party is a beaten dog for this for this fascist, disgusting parasite. That's what he is. He's a parasite who who's done nothing of value in this world. And he is a taker. And they all are. They're takers of the umph degree. They are, and they're unfit. And that's and that's what was on display at the Republican debate again. I mean, you thought uh, we should we should have known, like when they went to when they were discussing their the size of their dicks, we knew. Uh, it was only going to go downhill from there. That was the the last time the asshole uh, debated. Trump and all of his minions were debating, and it was just it was just a joke. The whole thing was a joke. What are what, what were they talking about? They were yelling at each other. Well, here's a clip of that. Here's a typo. What a joke. 
and what like just the 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 cacophony of of what noise that's all that is that's all it is a goddamn cacophony Where is this? Don't even tell me. Because and I watched later on. Uh, there was CNN. You know, of course, had to do a focus group about the debate. Let's see, focus group. I might have to play it off the screen. Here it is. Such a such a joke. Let me see. The story of this Republican debate from the vantage point of 15 loyal Story County Republicans, all a member of the Story County Republican Club, or the Young Republicans of Iowa. Thank you for letting us be here with you. How's today. the audio on that, guys? Thank you, everybody. All right. We watched all two hours very carefully. The first question I want to you ask all of you, all do you think hours. this debate was good for the Republican Party? Raise your hand if you do. 15 people. Looks like 14, 13 raised their hand. You two did not think it was good for the party? Why, why what not? is this show? Give for the party. Man, hold on, I'm trying to. And stuff, but I still think it it was worth it was worth the time. Okay, you thought it was good for the party, though. Yeah. Good so for, the party. for the party. Wait, hold on. Having some technical difficulties. Wait a second. Where is it now? It's just playing. Here we go. Anyone think Doug Burgum did the best? That's zero. Anyone think Chris Christie did the best? He certainly got most of the air. What time. is who, a lot of the air? What is this fucking second grade? Ron DeSantis. It's a bit low. Ron DeSantis did the best. That's two people. Okay. How about Nikki Haley? One, two, three, four people. Asa Hutchinson. Mike Pence. Zero. Vivek Ramaswamy. One, two, Ramaswamy. three, four, five, six, seven. Who, who is Tim stupid Scott. enough and hates themselves okay, so enough to vote for Ramaswamy? Won the debate. Tell me why you think won, won the debate. The deba well, who won? Um, Nobody won. We all lost. The whole country lost. We lost our decency, our dignity. Who won? Who are you going to vote for? I like Ramaswamy. You have to hear these people. Always reminded of the ex time um, when Vivek was talking about the national their identity opinion. situation. And uh, I know Pence brought up that uh, that wasn't really an issue, but I think it was a generational problem because Vivek understands that young folks oh, don't really does understand he, does that he people though? my age don't really love America. And if you don't love it, you can't protect it. Who the and I fuck think if do you think problem, you're talking for? The people my age don't really love America. Thank you, trucker. Thank you guys on the chat for your feedback. The audio sounds good now. Okay, good. Thank you guys. It's so, uh, yes, yeah, stop, stop. This is too scientific, Haiku says. It's so true. Uh, I would think that they would, well, this is how they like it. You know, it's like babyish. What do you think? I don't know. I thought Vivek, um, he was right on the money when he, he said that, uh, well, he he. I saw that he was going to call somebody a fat pig, but he didn't. It's like you know that's what we're missing. We're just missing Trump calling somebody a fat pig. 
and uh well uh what's her face haley there uh, there were people in this panel that say oh, i really liked her she won the debate she won it last time she made a good show it's just a it's a um it's a reality tv show for these people and it makes sense because look at their standard bearer he's a reality tv show grifter just like the entire party is a sham it's a show it's a shit show it's a clown show for dupes they bring nothing to the table they add nothing to society all it is you want to you, you want to talk about bread and circus it's not it's not even it's the circus without the bread it's the circus it's all all hat no cattle as they would say about george w bush they are, they offer nothing but racism. That's it. They are a rallying cry for racists. So uh, you guys know that, or they, well, it's a touchstone for racists. Who, which racist will you want to send to the Oval Office? S uh, someone with absolutely no experience uh, or uh, someone with no experience or a little bit more experience, but no dignity they all i mean that's one thing they all have in common they have no dignity and you know i was who who was i listening to somebody one of the de democrats oh it was i don't remember you know because so many things have been going on in the last few days uh this cassidy hutchinson i was watching some of her interviews and it was really getting on my nerves too with her because i mean good job not going full on traitor. Okay. Just the same thing with Liz Cheney. Good job. You didn't, you couldn't quite go into treason. Good for you. But you were all, all in on everything else that sucks. Same thing with Adam Kinzinger. You know, he, they, voted for family separation you know it's ripping children a war crime a, a a not a war not just excuse me not a war crime a crime against humanity ripping children from the arms of their parents and then i'll never forget uh, jeff sessions giddily talking about it if you come here <laughs> Yucky the yuck, we're gonna take your kids. Yucky the yuck. Evil. And, you know, that's Cassidy Hutchinson was all in. She was all in. She was gonna go to Maramora and she was gonna hang out. She was gonna be part of Trump's whatever staff. Well, she's pretty, right? So that's what he likes. I'm sure she's uh, she's not a uh, she's not a complete dumbass, of course, but something is wrong. There's got to be something that is not quite right. Something is not uh, it's not it's not clicking in whatever way. Because how long did it take you to get here? Are you a true believer? You you believed in the crimes. You believe you were there for the the COVID, for the drinking bleach, 
for you were there when he sat in front of tombstones in Normandy, France, calling Nancy Pelosi nor- nervous Nancy, while the the backdrop of uh, the gardens of stone. Right, I mean the disgrace upon disgrace upon disgrace. Exactly, and Robin on the chat says, she, and she's still a registered Republican, and. What did she say in one of the interviews? This is what got to me. She, they asked her, would you support Joe Biden or, or a Democrat in the next election? No, how do they put it? What would you do? What, what will you do if Trump is on the Republican ticket? And she said, well, I haven't closed any doors or whatever. Um, I, my, I, was, I might support the Democrat, or I might write somebody in. She said, I might, uh, I'm hoping he's not on the ticket. You know, I want, I'd rather have, if Chris Christie's not on the ticket, uh, which doesn't seem likely, I will, uh, I, I haven't closed all the doors to voting for a Democrat, or I might write somebody in. So why don't you just fucking um, throw your vote out the window? I'm going to write somebody in. This is the problem. You're going to, it's so bad, right? It's such a horror. You got one party that is a, uh, a, a, a existential threat to America and you're going to write somebody in on who's under that banner. And they all have, they, they're all at different levels of, of uselessness, if the Republican debate didn't display that, I don't know what Diz does because Diz does. Is that a word? I'm making it up. I'm I'm making it a word. Diz. That's what it is. It's a, you, you goddamn dizzy when you watch that crap because that's what goes on for me. And that's why I'm so glad we have each other on the on this show and our our like-minded friends and and we are in the majority and I'm glad we could get together and you know help each other remind each other that you know we are on the right side of history here we're the majority we're the patriots on the right side of history decency dignity democracy humanity and there's that's something to embrace you know, what's wrong with you, Cassidy Hutchinson? What's what's so bad about Joe Biden? You know, but I know what's bad, according to Republicans. It is he's it's the fiction, you know, and the same thing. I was telling you guys that I, I, I play that stupid game. Right. I have to bring it up again because, um, yeah, I I'm on a team. I play this video game. It's. It's uh, a Game of Thrones game. I'm on a, I'm in a, an allegiance. Um, and in this particular kingdom, there's a bunch, there's some right wingers. There's normal people there too. But they, and it's an example of the fact that right wingers ruin everything and that, and they don't know how to behave. And they also don't know, they just don't know what's appropriate you know, people don't go to play these stupid games because they want to continue listening to your your uh, Trump-anzi rantings. 
they go to play the game. I know that I do just to, to, you know, tune out a little bit for a while. It's a mindless, stupid distraction. And the last thing I need on, on the stupid kingdom chat is some friggin' Trump anzi talking about Hunter Biden. It's so tedious. It's like, shut the fuck up. Get a life, you stupid dupes. You have no, no, there's no filter. They're like, uh, they are a stench. Everywhere you go, they are a foul stench that, that stenches up where whatever you want you're doing you know everybody has to stop and they either have to ignore the stench or they have to address the stench but you can't you can't not smell the stench because it's there and i i i get irritated because i'm like you know me i can't just let it hang out there in without be without it being addressed with lest other people, and this game is played by everyone, it's played by all over the world, people all over the world. So Mer Americans are not the uh, majority. It's, you know, people from Italy and Denmark and Norway and, and Spain. And for, I mean, I have, uh, you know, people on my team that are from all over the, the world. So I don't, I really don't want to give them the impression that everyone here is a moron. So, of course, I have to, I pipe in with things. Um, and it, but, but the thing is, the point is, it's so clear to me. Their problem is they don't, they are racist, okay? They can't stand functioning in a society that is diverse. They just can't handle it. And they're, they are cowardly. They are, uh, they're immature. You know, they really don't have anything to say. They'll say things, you know, they'll, they'll just immediately go to name calling, you know, you're, uh, you're stupid. You got You need your head exam, but they don't have anything of substance, you know? And like I say, they love all the benefits of civilization. They just don't like the um, the responsibilities, like babies. You know, babies and children and toddlers and you and adolescents. You know, they get all the benefits of mommy and daddy, and but they don't. They don't really are. They're not really expected to. Uh, you know, they don't really have the responsibilities of an adult, and. But this is the Republican way. They never, they're stunted. They never grow up. And they, they certainly live in this alternate universe that is fed by propaganda. It's, it's, it's fascinating and effed up. But the problem is they, they actually believe it. You know, they... Literal. I mean, I just don't understand how much do you have to hate yourself to to eagerly and willingly go back to a so-called news channel that had to pay two billion dollars and counting because they lied to you about a, a, a very important thing. Because you know, it doesn't matter if they lied; it validates 
their their reality, which is it's fiction. They live in a uh, in an alternate universe. So it doesn't matter as long as it doesn't matter if it's a lie. They want to be lied to because if they're if if see the world that we live in, the reality based community might require something of them. It might require them to learn how to interact or learn how, if in the very least, shut their mouths and, and not be a racist, you know? It might make them have to look at themselves. It might require them to, you know, educate themselves a little bit and, and, and shut up. And that's what they hate about civilization, you know? They hate it because something is expected of them that and and as you noticed any time something is expected of them they have a tantrum they poop their diapers and that's why we have a million dead but over a million dead and counting from covid a an effing international disgrace and i don't know why the 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 democrats simply don't continue to point this out too because when trump is like oh it's such everything's a lie of course they're all a bunch of filthy liars he's like everything was great everything's wonderful but trump left office he he slithered and skulked out of the office because he was lost because he's a filthy loser but not man enough to admit it. But he, when he left office, income it, disparity and upward immobility in the United States was worse. He made it worse, the income gap. He also killed more Americans than every single war that the American people have ever been in, that this government, this fledgling not even 250-year-old government has has been involved in from the inception of the country until today. He killed more Americans than all wars, all American wars combined. Combined. What? No one, I mean, no wonder Putin, he's Putin's uh, favorite president, that's for sure. That's what gets on my nerves when he's like, oh, your favorite president is under attack. Not your favorite, Putin's favorite. Putin, you filthy traitors. Because no one hates democracy more than, than uh, Putin, and no one hates America more than Putin. And no one, he couldn't, he couldn't dream of killing a million people. But Trump did it. More than a million and counting. And he also, the, the, the loser who received fewer votes and is a tax cheat, a draft dodger, a, 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 just a goddamn crook from head to toe from the minute he, in, his bitch mother gave birth to him. Jesus Christ, what did we ever do to deserve it? But, he also left office with less jobs than he than he came, uh, than he was handed 
So, you know, that that that's where he had a worse jobs record. Excuse me. Worse job. Why can't I talk? Worse jobs record than Herbert Hoover. So that's your winning. Oh, so much winning. But the, the reason these idiots on the game, they were discussing, they were going on, you know, they were talking about the Republican debate. And they're like, who do you like? And they're like, oh, well, they're all just vying to be Trump's VP. Well, that's obvious. But what does it take? These people have no decency, no dignity. But it's all because they are, they love, you know, they're racist. And I wrote to them, I said, you, they love Trump. They love, excuse me, I call him traitor Trump. They love traitor Trump because he's just as racist and ugly and ill-informed as they are. And these uh, these are the people who willingly guzzle propaganda and a propaganda channel that had to pay two billion for lying to them. And they come back for more as long as it validates their inherent bigotry. And then some asshole, one of the assholes, he's he always he's such a oh, I can't stand this guy. Uh, He always talks about how he, oh, well, the story he was telling us, this is a guy that is constantly, this is what's so annoying. I can't stand it. You know, I'm trying to just relax and play this stupid game, but he, um, he's always posting Bible quotes. You know, it's so typical. You know what I mean? If, uh, if only, if only he believed in, his, the Jesus he pretends to worship, right? But he has to shove it down everybody's throats. Right? I'm not on there like posting the writings of Nietzsche and Daishonin, yeah, right? But they can't help it because they are infants. They're immature. They're immature. They can't, they just can't go about their business and read their Bible and go about their own day. They have to inflict it on others. And they just simply don't understand how irritating they are. And it wouldn't, it would be less irritating if they weren't such, such blaring hypocrites and racists and just horrible people. But, um, so he made, he was telling some story. It's supposed to be so, such a yucky, yuck, ha, har, hardy, har, how he, I guess, has a child. He went to school. He had, to, but then there was a an emergency at the school because he set off the alarms because he brought a gun into the school and they had a new gun uh, system. Yeah, you know, a new system where because they're trying to stop Republicans from uh, of all these mass shootings that Republicans enable and. He was saying how funny it was that he caused this chaotic morning uh, that everything just went locked down because he has he can't go to a school. He can't drop off his fucking brat child without packing a gun, you know, and I, I just again, I thought is there any is there anything that Republicans bring um, bring goodness to is, do they ever add anything to society? You know, and there they go again. There's a, st- oh, hardy, har, har. And then uh, of course I wrote, you know, my na- 98 pound grandmother used to do everything, pick up 
her kids from school, go shopping, go to church, everything without ever having to carry a gun. Such freedom, really. It's sad she's not with us anymore. She would have been able to give you poor, terrified Republicans a lesson in courage. Although we all know uh, it probably wouldn't take. And, you know, what? what's free about that? So uh, the whole school, everybody has to get upset. Everybody has to, uh, you know, they got to call the cops. They got to see what's going on. Oh, what are you doing? You carrying a gun? Oops, oopsie doopsie. And you got to stress out the kids. You know, everybody has to, uh, for one second, be like, oh, my God, is there a goddamn uh, shooter here? Or it, Everybody has to be upset for a minute because this fucking idiot can't leave his home, can't just do basic things without carrying a gun because he's a coward. And where does he live? Is this the walking dead? You know, these are the patriots, though. They love America, but they want to shoot everybody in America. They hate America. You understand? That's why I'm so sick of them. If they would only take off, just go to Hungary. Go to your dreamlands, your illiberal democracies. You're trying to make it make one here. You're trying to turn us into your fantasy land of authoritarianism. And I'm sorry, we're not going to let you do it. You know? Exactly. They love, as Haiku says on the chat, they love guns more than their children. Let that sink in. They love guns more than their children, your children, my children. I don't have children, but, you know, it doesn't matter. I care about children. I care about the future. I care about the country. I care about where I live, my community. I care about being able to go to the goddamn grocery store without ha being shot. You know, I always think about that. You're doing your average stupid little things in your life that you have to do, and then you got to worry about being shot because these fucking morons can't survive because they're so afraid and as we saw, what did what did uh in the in the in the joke the debate, the Republican debate, uh where was it? Oh, I, I don't think I had that one. But uh, what's his face? Pence said that his his response to the um what do you call it shooting school shootings would be that. They he would um wait what am I doing trying to find trying to find that uh clip yeah no I don't have it but his the response would be that he would I think that fast track is that what it was fast track executions <laughs> you see what I'm saying it's a joke they're not serious people none of them. They're not trying to, to solve America's problems. They make America's problems. They make America's problems. Oh, and then what did I write to these assholes? Oh, something about in the future when, well, I, don't, I didn't write it down. When uh, future, in the future after Trump dies, uh, rots in jail... Uh, uh, parents in the future will read, read their children's story books about it, and at the end, 
the last line will say, and that's how America became great again. Good night. Yeah. Yeah, they hate their fellow Americans, especially darker pigment people. They need to make their communities as terrified as they are. If only they get the help they desperately need rather than inflict their manias on society. But alas, that too takes courage, asking for help. Uh, so here we go. Here's some, let's listen to more of these, uh, these brainiacs. Then people will, as a, as a natural byproduct, want to protect America and what it stands for. How dare you? Oh, remember, he said that young people don't like America anymore, so. I wonder why, though, if that's the case. So, because they're saying that some stupid poll, now that it's coming back to me, he must be referring to, and I'm sure on Fox News and every other right-wing hate America channel, they they flog this poll that they had about young people saying that they weren't patriotic, if this um, if I'm remembering correctly, but... And of course, Republicans, you know, they they take these things and they they will they never sincerely discuss anything or try to come up with why if this is the case, and how do we make a, a more perfect union? Well, what is what is patriotism? They they will never have a sincere conversation about what that means, because they they're not patriots. You know, being a patriot doesn't mean wearing a red, white, and blue stupid shirt with an eagle on it or a star or stupid, stupid fashion abortions that they love wearing with red, white, and blue. It's an action, right? It's um, investing in each other. It's investing in education. It's sending your kids to school knowing they'll be safe, not shot. It's health care. It's having the freedom to be, get, get, get health care without having to go on GoFundMe. It's e pluribus unum in action. It's leaving no one behind. You know, not, on, not just on the battlefield even though these people leave everybody behind whenever they can. They leave them on the battlefield all the time, just like they want us to leave the Ukrainians who've been fighting for freedom and democracy. They want to leave, they want us to cut and run from them. Even though the budget for defense of Ukraine is like a pittance, it's like 1.0.6 of the Pentagon budget, but they want Putin to get whatever he wants because they are they love Putin. That's their dreamland. Oligarchy. Oligarchy. Authoritarianism. See, they like Putin because he hates gays like they do. There's a lot of there's anti-gay laws in Russia. They like that. Because they're dumbasses. They will slit their own throats as long as you can throw them some scapegoat, a targeted minority group, to chew on. And, and that means that's freedom to them. You know, freedom is the freedom to hate, is to hate the, the underdog. And even though 
the uh, and they're they're very clever uh, in the fascist way, like Vivek Ramaswamy talking about the tyranny of the minority, which is not a thing. You know, it's a very fascist thing to say. Sort of like what the Nazi said about the Jews. You know, the Jews were controlling everything, even though they were less than 1% of the population, they were the cause of all the ills, and it was the tyranny of the minority. Next to you is the mayor of Nevada, the town that we're in. This is Brett Barker. Mayor, you picked Nikki Haley. She came in second place in our informal non-scientific poll here. Tell me why you think she'd well. Well, I think out of all the candidates, she really had moments that stood out. I don't think she moments. had moments that harmed her. Moments. And she came across as poised and confident and prepared. And I think uh, out of the candidates, I think she helped herself the most tonight. She's a Chris joke. Chris Christie talked a lot. Of course. He was anti-Trump. Tell me why you didn't like what Chris Christie had to say. Uh, I can't He was damn. just argumentative, pretty much. and Argumentative. Wait. Dr. Trump. You don't think there was any logic to what he said, though? I think it was a lot of revenge. Revenge. Okay. You see, it's 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 cuckoo land. Revenge. When you talk about the the, the con man, the four times indicted, twice impeached con man, the, who's been deemed a rapist, who's been found guilty of raping E. Jean Carroll, who is a serial bankrupt tax cheat with a fake university, a fake vitamin scam, right? Oh, it's a, it's, he's being picked on. That's what they, they, they really believe this? These people are not that smart. What do you think, any of you, was the big moment of this debate? Why is any this even a, a thing on CNN? This gentleman right here, I'm going to walk over to you. Excuse my reach, Jim. Sorry about that. Well, uh, for me, it was when uh, DeSantis let Vivek get to his right on Ukraine. And if DeSantis' whole goal here is to beat Trump, he's going to have to meet Trump on that issue. And so uh, ultimately, what? if DeSantis is willing to do that, then I see Vivek as the clear winner there. Oh, my so God. Here, these clowns. Was saying, it's all a clown show. Who will started? get the rose? Or any of you after one. And that's why it was so apropos when one of the moderators of the debate said, or whatever this was, debate, <laughs> please. It's not a debate. It's a pageant. But one of the moderators asked them, who gets kicked off the island? That was the most appropriate question because it's a, it's a scam. It's a reality TV show. And they pantomime governing. But that's why they don't want anybody who knows what they're doing. You know, oh, Vivek Ramaswamy, he had some good lines. So did Nikki Haley, who is a joke, by the way. She is a disgrace. She's the one that was, that after January 6th, that said that Trump was disqualified. He is, uh, he's not fit to be president. And then she, she quickly backpedaled because she saw which way the, the wind was blowing with the with the traitor caucus. But you understand, though, if all of these Republicans, if the entire Republican Party had held together, there were so many times that they could have gotten this parasite off our backs 
But you see, you know, this is how democracy dies. Like Ann Applebaum said, we are further along than we even want to admit to ourselves. But if you look at the, at the symptoms practically and you take a step back, we're closer to authoritarianism than we've ever been, and this is a state of emergency. That's why CNN, MSNBC, the so-called liberal media, they're not, it's not, it's the corporate media, of course. But you don't, you don't treat this like a normal election. You don't get these idiots in the room and ask them, who you think, who do you think won the debate? The only question here should be, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Put, that's it. Put the microphone in each of their faces. Excuse, what is wrong with you? Do, you? do you not care that these people are in the middle of a coup? Do you not care that they will not stop spreading the big lie? Do you not care that they're getting rid of the stop gaps that saved democracy when the, the filthy con man tried to strong-arm secretaries of state into finding him, meaning lying and stealing the election, finding him just the numbers of votes that he needed? Don't you care? And, and uh, you think everybody's rigged, it's stolen, the whole thing is out to get you. Everybody's out to get you. I mean, are you that? Are you, are you ha what, what happened to you when you were a child? Let's talk there. Let's go back there and try to figure out where you got damaged. Where did, where did democracy hate, uh, hurt you? Show me on this doll. What is it? Is it the diversity? Is it, are you, you know, repressed somehow? What, what, what is it about a con man who, is it because? Well, I guess it is. Is it because he's as racist as you are? Do you like that? What's wrong with you when somebody comes down an escalator, an elevator, or just walks over to you t telling you that Mexicans are rapists, and that's how he starts a campaign. What, what made you think that is an appropriate president for a multiracial democracy? Don't, I mean, how stupid do you have to be to not have recoiled from somebody like that, like as if from a hot flame, and recognized that trick that fascist, that fascist scapegoat trick that we fought in the, uh, in the 20th century. But here it is again. I mean, that's the only questions that should be posed to these people. And the thing that go gets me insane is the corporate media just won't do it. And sometimes... I see, um, like, for example, on MSNBC, I saw Ali Mastal, who I love. He's amazing. 
he was saying the same thing. And I was like, thank you. Thank God. Thank you. Somebody's on the corporate media saying this, which is what we've been saying that you don't, you, you don't treat them like a normal electorate. You don't treat Trump like a normal candidate. This is not a normal election where you're just like up in the polls, down in the polls, up in the polls. And if, and we've discussed it before, but, and I'm a hundred percent correct that that when they're like, what is it? What is it that is not breaking through? Why can't the economy's doing great? The, there's the lowest unemployment rate since the sixties, the manufacturing is coming back. Uh, You know, um, so many, infrastructure. I mean, there was like so many, uh, accomplishments of the Biden administration, but what is it? Why is it not breaking through? And if, if the reason is because they just keep harping on the polls, that's it. They just keep harping on this poll bullshit. Oh, well, he's neck and neck in the polls with Trump. And nobody seems to... Why is it that nobody's giving him credit? Because you're not talking about it, maybe? That instead of uh, jerking off on polls constantly, why don't you do some stories about the battery plants that are opening in America, that that's jobs? You know, because the Trump, the Trump, uh, you know, fascists and the Trump banzees, they're crying about how... The uh, electric car is going to kill jobs and whatnot. Well, guess what? Trump and Z's, you see how, how um, uh, the world keeps evolving without you? It just keeps evolving. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. The, combust- the combustion engine is going the way of the horse and buggy. It's going to happen. It is happening. And they're like, oh, uh, electric cars take fewer parts and they don't break down as much. And so therefore you kill jobs. Well, it's not, it's, it's going to happen. That's why we're opening up battery plants. We're opening up chips plants. We're building things in America. The, the, technology of the future, not the past, but Republicans want to keep us in the past. So we continue to depend on oil because we don't want to change. And that, that is simply, that's the Republican way, you know, making too much money, killing the planet and killing people and making sure that we stay stuck in the past. They certainly don't set us up for success. That's for sure. They don't set us up for the future. They, and they never do. They never did. They, that's why they don't want to invest in education. I mean, it's like the whole thing. They think everything, they, they, anything that is great about this country, you know, they think it just came about by billionaires feeling like trickling it one day and they uh, it's fascinating because everything that we have in this country that these right wingers and all the idiots 
you know, that I complain about on the stupid game chat and, uh, and every, and all the idiots in the CNN town hall and whatnot, they all depend on, you know, they, they all have become accustomed to and, um, appreciate the, the fruits of the, uh, of the work of labor and progressives and liberals you know they i mean but they just don't want to i don't know i don't know they just don't want to change i guess they don't want to open their eyes they don't want to know they 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 don't want to accept reality it's they are legends in their own it's like that of course they vote for trump He's, he's just like them, a fraud, a bunch of frauds sitting around saying, I did it myself and, you know, thinking they're all self-made. It's absolutely incredible. Well, if you saw the, the let me see, here's, um, I see, what are the other outrageous uh, moments in the debate? Well, here's, Here's DeSantis talking about health insurance. Is your record in Florida on insurance worse than the national average? It's our, our state's a dynamic state. It's we've got, we've got a lot of uh, folks that come. Uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, we've had a population boom. We also don't have... Hmm? What the hell? Something happened with that clip. He he blamed... He's, he's talking... What the fuck happened with that? I'm sorry about that. Um, he blamed welfare, saying that the the reason that they have a, a an a abhorrent rate of health insurance in Florida is because of the well of welfare. He's from Huffington Post. He said. Ron DeSantis flailed when Fox News asked why so many Floridians are uninsured, but. You see, they can't, because they, they suck. They hate America. They want people to die. What do they give a shit? They have insurance. You know, they go to the doctor. They're fine, you know? It's, fuck you. You know, go die. Who cares? That's the way it is. That's the Republican way. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. As long as you can, your fingers can can type, go on, go find me. You know? Whatever. But to everything is a is a, an opportunity to trigger some republican to tickle some republican funny bone you know just to use some republican talking point so florida governor ron desantis speaks oh where is it there was a genuine milestone in wednesday night's republican debate somebody finally asked florida governor desantis why so many of his state's residents have no health insurance he didn't have much much of an answer which in some ways is pretty surprising and in others is not surprising at all and this is from jonathan Cohn. It's surprising because the subject of health insurance in Florida has gotten plenty of attention in the press. So more than 11% of the state's residents have no health insurance, according to the latest Census Bureau. Only Georgia, Texas, and Wyoming is higher. Aren't you so proud? 
And and here's the thing with that, I have to say, is, you know, these Republicans, they hate universal health care. They're a bunch of dumbasses, of course. But if something happened to them, if they got sick and ended up in the emergency room and then they were like, you know, that that pain, that's a that's a giant grape size not grape, well that's a that's a grapefruit sized tumor you've been sitting on because you can't you were waiting to the very last minute because you don't have insurance. And what are we gonna do? Uh we're gonna get you on Medicaid. We're gonna get you on emergency, you know, health insurance, Medicaid, we're going to pay for it. We, the people, will end up paying for it. That's why we pay more. That's why health care in America, even though we have no universal health care, and we pay twice as much as the next most expensive uh, nation does, who covers everybody, that we leave millions out, and we consistently rank dead last in all positive measures, but a few people get very rich, and this is why it's so expensive. This is why it's more expensive than every other place on earth, and it still sucks. Because that's the absolutely worst way to deal with insurance or deal with health. It's not about health. It's about sickness. So... You know, not th- and that's the way it is with the Republicans. They will never, ever, ever set us up for success if some filthy oligarch can make more money, can put another zero on their bank account that they will never spend. So there's no great mystery why Florida, like the other three states mentioned, is among the 10 holdout states that have refused to participate in the ACA's expansion of Medicaid, which would have made it available to everyone living below or just above the poverty line. Instead, Florida still has older, much stingier criteria that limit it primarily to children and pregnant women. Adults with minor children can also qualify, but only if their income is less than 25% of the poverty line, which for a family of three is barely more than 6000 a year. Advocates have long begged Republicans in charge of Florida to drop their opposition to Medicaid expansion, which is rooted in their antipathy toward the welfare state. They hate this country. They hate people, you see. They want us to fail. They want you to fail. And this is what he was just saying in his stupid uh, response, his non-response. Oh, we don't have a welfare state. We work here. We pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. You can, this is what he said. You can do well in the state, but we're not going to be like California and have massive numbers of people on government program without work requirements. Because who you know who's on a big government program without work requirements? Ron fucking DeSantis. He's on the program of me, me, me. Whatever happen, whatever I need to do, if I need to put the worst people in 
the positions of authority to tickle racist funny bones to to feed this fascist beast because I think it's going to benefit me politically. I'm going to do it. If I got to arrest people for voting after I give them voting re- voter registration cards, I'm going to do it. We believe you work and you got to do that. And so it all goes for welfare benefits. Well, you know who I wish, uh, and earlier in the day, I was listening to Tom Harmon. He made the, the point yet again that Republicans are, they, they, of course, they, they have bizarro land thinking, but these are the same people who think that if you give everything to people at the top, it's going to motivate them to work, right? They're going to just keep work, 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 work. But if you, if you give anything to anybody who actually needs it and spends it and puts it back into the economy, then you are, you're, you're discouraging them to work. They'll just lounge around in this social safety net hammock, which... It goes to show you that it's a, it's indicative. It's an example of how much they hate this country. They generally hate the American people. They think the American people are inherently lazy, that you got to beat them, kick them, spit on them, kick them when they're down, you know? And if, if that doesn't work, you're just indifferent to them. You know, the world is their oyster. It's their, you, like Anne Rand said, are nothing but fuel to be used for the, by those who deserve it. That's what Anne Rand said. That's what they believe. That I, I often challenge Republicans, in, like the idiots on the, the game chat, uh, about you know, what's e pluribus unum? Now, if you if we were creating this country today, you think that e pluribus unum would be our national motto? I wonder if perjury trader green knows what our mas- our national motto is. You know, because I'm sure she would be she would bristle. She'd be upset. Out of many one? That sounds very socialist. Out of many, one. No, how about it's the, what they think? It's it's many for the one, right? Many to be used by one. And it's a joke. They are a joke party. They are a clown show. They are filled with people who don't know how to behave. I don't, and and they ape. They they just mock, not mock. It's uh, they mimic. They mimic the work that has to get done in order to make this a functioning society, and that's why they contribute nothing. They contribute zero to this civilization. It's incredible. I was watching the the sham impeachment inquiry. It's a joke. It's a goddamn joke. And AOC, um, where was it? Not AOC. Well, perjury trader Green was uh, trying to show some pornography again. 
here. While allowing Hunter Biden to exploit women. This is a shame. But let's talk about. Chairman, there's a parliamentary challenge before us. The point of order. order. Who's the point? And we'll stop the clock for you, Ms. Green. Mr. Chairman, um, our colleague from Georgia has uh, introduced before pornographic exhibits and displayed things that are really not suitable for uh, children who might be watching. And, uh, bathing suits uh, not suitable, Mr. Rafkin? Well, well, I'm saying I would like the witness to, I would like the member to be instructed to not introduce any pornography today, at least without running <laughs> the A bathing for, suit is not pornography, Well, Mr. we can't Raskin. see it from down there. So you didn't make it available to the minority before you started? It before. It's, okay. it's on, an, on the internet. It's everywhere. It's on the internet. It's everywhere. Just Google it. Not that we have to submit it to the hearing because, you know, we have different rules. Different rules for different people. And we are Republicans. We don't go by the rules because we are the center of the universe. And this is not an actual governing body. This is a a cover-up. This is the soldiers in the MAGA moron army who are treading all over democracy. Don't tread on me, these Fucking idiots. Oh, they, they take the Gadsden flag. You know, they bastardize and ruin everything. So don't tread on me. No, no one's treading on you, sweetie. You're just stupid. You just lack the fundamental maturity to function in a democracy. And just because you lose an election doesn't, get, doesn't mean you get to overthrow the election. Just because you can't take it because you can't get together with your with your filthy fascist friends and knock on doors and go try to convince people to be as stupid as you are you just can't convince enough people to be as stupid as you are so you you got to overthrow it you got to get your grifter con man who is so put upon he's so picked on if only he can continue to f- to forge documents and inflate the value of things when he needed loans and then deflate them when he needed to pay taxes that he dodged when, if he paid taxes at all, we still haven't seen half his taxes. The, the taxes that we have seen, we saw that he is the biggest loser he is the single biggest loser American taxpayer. It's him. The parasite. The, he is a parasite on all levels. He's a parasite who sucked onto the body politic and he's sucking the life out of us. But he's the biggest loser. He received more money from the American taxpayer because he lost more money than any other single American taxpayer. And he got a handout in the tune of millions. One year he paid $750 in federal taxes because he's a loser. And I'm sure you paid more. I paid more. Seven, I certainly paid more than $750. And what does that mean? That means... He's a, he's a parasite. He's a taker. And they talk about welfare queens. They got the friggin' welfare oligarchy. They got the, I don't even know what you call it. The welfare 
goddamn, he's he's like King Joffrey. He is the welfare emperor with no clothes and no no business skills, no no scruples. Just a greed-centered parasite, like a blood-sucking leech. That's all leeches do. They just suck the blood. That's all they do. And they bloat and bloat and they get bigger and fatter. Until they pop. But that's what he is. He's a loser. And that's their standard bearer. So he's a con man. They're a bunch of grifters, too. Everything's a show. Put on the show for the dupes. They have no actual um, evidence, as we saw, as one of their star so-called witnesses testified at this sham impeachment inquiry that that there was nothing. There was not anything to impeach Joe Biden. Uh-oh. That's their own witness. And they're not even fact witnesses. You know, when they're, they're like, oh, Adam Schiff lied and everybody lied and they impeached the poor put-upon con man who we, we have evidence. We have witnesses. They may not like it. They came forward and said, yeah, he used, he was trying to strong arm a foreign leader into announcing a, uh, uh, an investigation into his political rival. He was withholding American taxpayer funds that were already allocated for Ukraine's fight against tyranny. And he said to that, he said to the leader of Ukraine, I want you to do me a favor, though using the money as leverage that was already allocated. It's not his place. According to the Constitution, he is the, he's not, he doesn't hold the purse strings. That's one of the things that the founders put into the Constitution, that no, not the, not the king, not the so-called president who thinks he's a king. He doesn't hold the purse strings. That's a stopgap, supposedly, against tyranny, but it doesn't matter when you have a bunch of goddamn puppets in Congress that have no dignity and are the the complete lickspittles of this filthy disgrace to humanity. Yeah, I want you to do me a favor, though. We had we had witnesses. We had tapes. We had the whole thing. Same thing with the second impeachment. We have it all. Same thing with the all the indictments. We got recordings. We have the smoking gun. We don't just have smoke. We got the smoke. We got the gun. Jesus Christ, these morons. You And you are submitting a naked woman's body. This is a bathing suit. This is a bathing suit. And it has not been clear before this, this committee. Uh, glasses on. Do you wear okay. them or not? I have contacts suit. in. Thank oh, you. Oh, congratulations. Okay, I just wanted to play that little that little uh, interaction. That's AOC and the perjury trader green bitch who never emotionally matured, not much less in a spiritually matured or psychologically matured past the second grade. Did you hear that interaction? It's a naked lady. No, it's she's got a bathing suit on. 
She got a baby. You why you wearing glass? You wear glasses? I have my contacts in. Congratulations. Cause she's a fucking two year old. Congratulations. Cause she's a grown ass woman who's a representative. It's like it's like Lauren Bobert. They don't know how to behave. They don't know how to act. They're immature. It's their world. We all live in it. A naked woman's body. This is a bathing suit. This is a bathing suit. And it has not been clear before this, this committee. Uh, Glasses on. Do you wear okay. them or not? It's a I have contacts suit. in. Thank oh, you. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's like mean girl. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, right. <laughs> Haiku in the chat. Four eyes, four eyes. Where's your four eyes? I have contacts in. Oh, congratulations. And she's saying you haven't submitted this. You haven't cleared this before the committee. You're once again trying to show salacious. You're trying to show revenge porn. And, well, we couldn't expect anything more from uh, Jewish space lasers, bitch. It gets worse. They never stop. Here's another incident from the GOP debate. I know I'm going back and forth, but. Curtis's new black history curriculum says, quote, slaves develop skills which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. You have said slaves develop skills in spite of slavery, not because oh, of it. God. But many are still hurt. Save for me from that hung slaves, dog this squint. Is what is your message to them? So first of all, that's a hoax that was a perpetrated hoax. by Kamala Harris. Uh, we are not Kamala. That's a hoax. Everything's a hoax. When they don't like the question, it's a hoax. When they don't like the... But they just don't like... They just call it a hoax. Just call it a hoax. Here's, like, for example... Uh, you might have seen this clip, the NBC reporter asking the impeachment inquiry people about oh, their so-called evidence. I'm not mistaken, August 7th, 2020, Bill Barr was the attorney general and Donald Trump was the president. So uh, explain to me where the two-tiered system of justice comes into play. And then the WhatsApp message you have, I believe, is dated June 6, 2017, Joe Biden is not vice president or even a candidate for president at that time. So where is the direct connection to some sort of criminal malfeasance within these two pieces of evidence? Well, I think the facts speak for themselves. There's over 700 pages no, they don't. of That's examples why I'm of where people should be very concerned. When you're talking about... Um, ah, wait. Explain to me button. where Sorry. that time. So where is the direct connection to Sorry, some sort of criminal button. malfeasance? within these two pieces of evidence. Well, I think the facts speak for themselves. There's over 700 pages of examples of where people should be very concerned. When you're talking about um, uh, the, what was your first question? It doesn't matter who's in the White House. It's a joke. We need to make sure that the Department of What's Justice works for all people and doesn't treat those who are politically connected or wealthy. Oh, wow, I agree. But you suggested that Donald, Joe Biden being the president now 
is unfairly treating Donald Trump in his indictments? What I'm talking about is the 700 pages that we have before us, which is all the information that came from the IRS whistleblowers. Can you explain the timing no. of the August 6th? Why is that evidence of some wrongdoing? I'm not an expert on the timeline. I would love to have um, President Biden and his family to tell us about all the timelines. But if he's not the president or the vice president at that time, where where's the wrongdoing? He wasn't even a candidate for president at that time. (laughs) He was a candidate. He was in your in in fantasy land. August 6th of 2017. apparently, uh, Apparently, what source are you with? I'm with NBC. So apparently uh, you'll never believe us. Yes. I'm, asking, I'm, asking more, I'm asking you a very direct question. It's unbelievable. You presented a piece of evidence that you say came on August 6, 2017, that demonstrates that Joe Biden was using political influence to help his son. If Which, he wasn't a political figure at that time, the first WhatsApp message you put up, how does that demonstrate that there's some sort of political influence being put you'll over never him? You'll never believe us, at that time, NBC. He is not a political, he's not an elected official. I'm definitely not going to pinpoint one item. I think we've outlined. You presented it. You're, you know, it was your first thing. Joe, so apparently clown. you don't agree with it. So it's not that you I don't agree. agree. That it's not true. It. I'll take the next question. Yeah. Oh, Republicans, that was a good one. That's a good, a good performance. Blowers, can you explain the timing then of the August sixth? WhatsApp message. Why is that evidence of some wrongdoing? I'm not an expert on the timeline. I would love to have family to tell us about all the timelines. But if he's not the president or the vice president at that time, where where's the wrongdoing? He wasn't even a candidate for president at that time. He was a candidate. He was in in your mind. August sixth of 2017. Apparently, what source are you with? I'm with NBC. So apparently you'll never believe us. I'm not saying Isn't it better that way? That's the way they roll. You don't like the question. You're uh, you're fake. You're a fraud. No, no. Uh, you're picking on me. NBC, you'll never believe us. I'll never believe you're filthy fraud. That's the job of the fourth estate. They're supposed to question you. You don't get to put up a fake-ass tweet or whatever the hell you're doing. This is That's what Byron Donalds did during the sham impeachment inquiry. He put up a, fa- a fraudulent tweet, or not tweet, a message, something that they completely pulled out of their ass. This is what they do, and they enter it into the congressional record. And AOC had to pointed out that this i just wanted to say this is a this is completely fabricated and she pulled out the actual message in context but they pick and choose they cherry because you imagine right if this were democrats democrats would never do that never and if they did we'd it'd be in serious trouble we have to really think Thank God there's one party, at least, that is not a fascist uh, coup party. I want them to be stronger. I want them to be less corporate-y. The reason we're in this boat is because of the fact that we have gone from the most to the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all of our Western partners. But that that's how a filthy racist can get into the cracks and exploit them. 
if we if FDR had only lived, you I always think about this. We would be in a very different society. We would have had the second bill of rights. The right to a job, the right to a home, the right to health care. We live in a we would live in a different world right now, in a different in a free a more free, a freer United States. Could you imagine? We would truly be that shining city on a hill. I, I wish it won't I'm sure it won't happen in my lifetime. The Democrats would take up the mantle of the second Bill of Rights if he had only lived. Because you know what would have happened after winning World War II? There would be such momentum. And that's what happened in England after World War II. They got their national health care system. We, and I saw, I, I don't have any handy, but I remember seeing some of their PSAs about it, their contemporary newsreel saying, we won the war together and now we're going to take care of each other. We're going to have, we're going to have a nas- national health system. That's the same thing that would have happened here. If not, oh God, I know. Imagine what we could be, as Haiku said, without Republican meddling, blockage, and constipation. Exactly. Without them, without this albatross around our national necks, hanging down and dragging us down. God. The other thing, where I can't, I don't think I have the stupid clip. I thought I had it, but last clip I'll play from, we'll play it off the Twitter machine. Was the, you probably saw this was the probably one of the most outrageous things about the debate when uh, Uncle Tim uh, talked about welfare. You probably saw it. Let's see. Here it is. What a disgrace. Here we go. To take the free. Here's the challenge, though. Black families survived slavery. We survived poll taxes and literacy tests. We, we, we survived discrimination being woven into the laws of our country. What was hard to survive was Johnson's Great Society, where they decided... To put wow. money and they applaud. White people or they decided applaud. to take the black father out of the household to get really? a check in the mail. Is that what and happened? you can now measure that in unemployment, in crime, in devastation. If you want to reach free, here's the challenge. Wow. Incredible. Then there you go. That's an example of the fact that Republicans of darker pigment if you're a member of a minority party or a minority constituent or demographic that's the word i'm looking for and you are a republican you are nothing but a human shield for their bigotry as all those white people applauding this fiction that slavery that johnson's great society was worse than slavery and and it took black fathers out of the home. How? 
that's that that you just you pull shit out of your ass and this is what they do they blame the they don't blame society itself they blame the individual the person you know it's not society that's broke so it's uh it's you so then nothing has to happen nothing can be fixed and any fix as republicans have proven is the problem like affirmative action that's the problem if you're trying to address the systemic racism in in your society your your that's the problem uh, trying to address it not the systemic racism not trying to do something about it you know affirmative action j- j- the fact is it didn't go far enough See, there was, and we've talked about it before, there was a, at the time, and it was sincere. But there's nothing wrong with making or or trying, you know, try something, as FDR said. And if it doesn't work, you try something else. But at least try something. And as he also said, better the occasional faults of a government that lives in the spirit of charity, then, I'm trying to remember from, uh, from memory, then the, uh, wait, and the icy indifference, no, 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 then the in government stuck in the ice of its own indifference? Yeah. Better the occasional faults of a government that lives in the spirit of charity than, let me look this up, because it's really a beautiful quote. Better the occasional faults of a government acceptance speech for his renomination. Yes, better the occasional faults of a government that lives in a spirit of charity. Right, that's it. Then the constant omissions of a government frozen in the ice of its own indifference. (sighs) Isn't that the truth? And there's nothing wrong with trying something, but by all means try something, and if it doesn't work, try something else. But affirmative action was only half of the battle. There was a there was a notion that all we needed in society in during the civil rights movement was for the different people to get to know each other. That's why we had busing, school busing that Republicans loathe and scream and yell at people, yell at children like they're yelling at migrants and terrified in uh, community centers now. And that's all they do, right? They don't bring anything to the table. What is yelling at people, yelling at terrified and powerless people? It it makes them feel good because they wouldn't yell at, they would never yell at the powerful. That's why when... They stormed the Capitol. You notice, no, nobody except, you know, a few people died. Yeah, but they didn't open fire on them. 
There wasn't a bloodbath. There wasn't, yeah, oh, that dumb, that that poor dumb dupe. Uh, what's her face? Eh, eh. What's her name? <laughs> Ashley Babbitt died for nothing because she's an idiot. But then she believed the lies of the con man. But we know that if it were left-wingers, if it were Black Lives Matter storming the Capitol, that it would be a much different outcome. There would be... They'd still be cleaning up the blood. Perjury Trader Green wouldn't give a shit about the 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 poor conditions in the jail that the poor January 6th traders can only charge their iPads at certain hours. That's the harsh conditions they're living under. But if you are a person of a different pigment, a darker pigment, a minority or whatever, and you're a Republican, you have to be, if you're a female, you have to be a even bigger misogynist than the Republican, typical Republican male. If you are a person of darker pigment, you have to be a bigger bigot. You have to buy into all of the nonsense. You got to be somebody who cheers your own demise, who kicks down on, uh, on others, who spreads the racist canards. Like Uncle Clarence, yeah, who, who loves to be kept like a billionaire's pet while you know, he don't give a shit. Has he ever, ever sided with the underdog? Sided with the powerless? Or I, I would like to, I, actually, I want to look this up. If this is, if I could even find this at this point. Let me see. I'll ask the AI. In the history of Clarence, I'll be nice. I won't call him Uncle Clarence at this point. On the bench, on the, uh, I guess, Supreme Court. Has, let's see, if there's ever been, has there ever been a case where he sided with the worker or politically or how how else would you put it worker or little guy I guess I don't know hmm it says it is unclear. The search results mainly discuss his controversial history on the Supreme Court, including allegations of corruption. Okay. Hmm. That's a different, that's a deeper dive, I suppose. Let's see. It's not giving me anything definitive. But as far as Uncle Tim talking about the uh, the worst thing that ever happened to 
those with darker pigment in this country is Johnson's Great Society. It's it's not. I mean, that is the Republican canard. It's sort of like the same thing. Um, their fiction that Donald Trump is a great businessman, and their uh, trickle down voodoo that if you give money to people who will never spend it in a million lifetimes, you're uh, everybody's going to live in utopia. Uh, what is the Great Society? Well, the Great Society, this is what Tim, Uncle Tim says sucks. Education, at the, uh, this is what was involved in Johnson's Great Society, the Elementary and Secondary Education Act, providing federal funding for primary and secondary education. Health care, as we know, Medicare and Medicaid were created providing health care coverage for the elderly and low-income families, which is, in my opinion, this is why w there's so much division in the country. Because, like, what happened, what we were just talking about with Florida, you have to be a family of three making $6,000. You know how, how that's like you're, that's poor. That's beyond poor. You're on the balls of your ass and then some. And what happens? And everybody else gets nothing. So what happens then? You create you create dissension. And if you're if you're a member of uh if you're just a little bit higher on the ladder and you get sick and you have to go on GoFundMe and beg for medical care, but then you see somebody who is according to you, you know, taking advantage there, they get to go and go to the doctor and they don't have to, they're not paying anything. Well, I'm struggling. I'm working. I'm working three uniquely American low paying jobs with no, no benefits. And I have to pay for my health care, and I can't afford it. So I got to go and go fund me. Why is this person getting uh, I make 6500 a year, and this person is getting health care, and I'm not. This creates anger, resentment against the American people. So rather than, you know, against each other. So rather than being smart and understanding the game that you're being played and turning that anger at the top where it belongs they have the republicans have the dumbasses twisted focusing their anger where it doesn't belong down that's why they're screaming and yelling at migrants and those who have no power they're the stupidest stupidest albatrosses they're always in the way just get out of the way. Okay, also, a great society include the Civil Rights Act, which Republicans are dismantling, as we know, on the Supreme Court, banning discrimination based on race and gender in employment and engage and ending segregation in public facilities. Poverty reduction, the Office of Economic Opportunity was established, aimed at attacking the roots of American poverty. And the, and the Republicans are like, it didn't work. There's still poor people. Well, part of it, it actually did work. 
and poverty was reduced in the, in the United States. And then this is what they do, Republicans. They start attacking it, and they start defunding it, and they start going on their propaganda outlets saying, like, poor, 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 it's not working, and there's still poor people. And then they're lazy, and they pull themselves up by, I never had any help. You know? So they start rolling things back. And then they say, see, it's not working. It's not working. I wish they would get out of the way. And then, of course, the Environment, the Water Quality Act, and the Clean Air Act were passed aimed at improving the environment. Well, we can't have that. Because America the beautiful. What is America? If you love America... Wouldn't you want to, you just want to suck out all the resources, just blow the tops off the Purple Mountain's majesty. Frack the fruited plains to get at the, at the coal. You want to use America the Beautiful as a toilet for your corporate waste because you might be able to make a buck if you can just pour that, that filth into our environment without having without any issues just pour it out there you make an extra dollar now you gotta clean it up that might take a dollar what's and if you what's the point you gotta get that dollar who cares what you're leaving who cares the 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 filth you're leaving for somebody else to clean up. I just can't take it. I mean, how does Uncle Tim deal with himself? Right? I mean, really, do you, does he really believe that? I guess he does. It's crazy that he has no dignity. But it, that's what it takes to be in today's Republican Party. You gotta have no dignity. You have no. You have to have the the amount of the same amount of dignity as you have decency, which is zero. No dignity, no decency. And then I gotta hear Cassidy Hutchinson say, "Well, I might write somebody in," because. I just couldn't vote for Joe Biden. There's too much dignity and decency there. That's why they have to sully him up. You understand. And uh, Representative Moskowitz today, if you were watching the sham impeachment inquiry, he he's great. I love him. He is a he's a star. Let's see. What a day we are having here, isn't He's it? He's great. Right? He's the best. I mean, listen, I, as a former director of emergency do management, it. I know a disaster when I see one. I mean, by the way, don't, don't, you don't believe me, just, just ask Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, your guy, just went on and said, you know, perhaps... Whose guy is Steve Bannon? Yeah, well, you, you know who Steve Bannon is. Uh, perhaps Steve Bannon just went on and said, perhaps the Republicans shouldn't have started with a witness. He was talking about <laughs> Professor Turley, who was going to say right off the bat that there wasn't an impeachable offense. He's, he, I quote, he says, perhaps we should have put him on the maybe list for one of our witnesses. 
But look, let's, let's go back at some of the previous comments that my colleagues have given. So the chairman, and I have a slide, the chairman goes on Hannity, right? You guys all know Sean, you, you, you appear with him on Fox News all the time. I love graphics. Right? And did. Hannity asks a softball question, right? This is a total softball. Do you believe that this is now officially the Joe Biden bribery allegation? And do you believe you will be able to prove it? The chairman should have just said yes. But nope, he says hope so because he doesn't have any evidence, couldn't say yes, right? Next slide, please. Then we, have, then we have Senator Grassley. Grassley says what we all know out loud. We aren't interested in whether or not the accusations against Vice President Biden are accurate. <laughs> Chuck, we know. We know you're not interested. They can't help it. In, in the truth. Next slide, please. And then Donald Trump, you know, yeah. he's giving it all nice away. Pick. We know he doesn't. He likes to show his cards. He says, I think had they not done it to me, perhaps you wouldn't have it being done to them. And this is going to happen with indictments, too. So, you know, Donald Trump, the tough guy, right? He, what is he saying? He's teaching the lesson we all teach our kids, right? If they do it to you, go do it back. So look, you know, look, we're all appearing now in the world's worst acted TV drama, right? It's been picked up for a second season, the real House Republicans of oversight. <laughs> you know, perhaps the material is so bad due to the writer's strike. Uh, I, I mean, how many Republicans, Freedom Caucus members, part of the chaos caucus have said there's no evidence to impeach Joe Biden. Uh, and again, of course, we know it's not about the evidence. Why? Here is a list of all of the articles of impeachment that have been filed by my colleagues, some that are on this committee. When was the first article filed? It was filed in January of 21, two weeks after January 6th. So before we had a single hearing, before they went through this myriad of fishing they were filing articles of impeachment. Pro Professor Turley, you said this doesn't rise to the level of impeachment, and you said they shouldn't prejudge. Well, here's a list right here of every single member, many on this committee, prejudging. They're filing articles of impeachment. COVID, Afghanistan, <laughs> Hunter Biden. COVID. And they're all one-upping each other in the Donald Trump right. friend Olympics, trying to get invited to the sleepover at Mira Largo. Oh, I filed articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland. No, I filed articles of impeachment against Kamala Harris. <laughs> okay? It's, it is it's, that's ridiculous. But this them. is what this is about. Let like me show the you. Jokes it's a simple they board, are. right? So all other presidents in the United States, 50% of the impeachments. Donald Trump, the other 50 Donald Trump has half of the impeachments in American history. But you know what? He's got 100% of the indictments. 100% of all genius, indictments. Genius. Zero for the other presidents. Listen, I, let me do it another way. I want to channel my inner Tim Russert. So let me go to the board, right? And I don't have Florida, Florida. But Donald Trump impeachments. Oh, how many impeachments? We got two there. How many indictments? We got four. How many for Biden? Zero, zero. Donald Trump is right. I'm, he's sick of winning. He's just winning, running away with it. And that's why we're here. We're here because of math. That's what this is about. They can't save Donald Trump. They can't take away the two impeachments and the four indictments, but they can try to put some numbers on the board for Joe Biden. But the problem is when you sling mud, you gotta have mud. And they just don't have anything, Mr. Chairman. So look, I, 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 we get it. We know why we're here. That's why they say the Biden family, the Bidens, James Biden, Joe Biden's dog commander, but, but not Joe Biden, never Joe Biden. So when are you gonna have the vote on impeachment, Mr. Chairman? What are you scared of? Call the vote, come on. If you all think there's so much evidence, we're here. Call the vote on impeachment. Impeach him right now, I dare you. Yeah, he's the best.
And that's how you do it. You mock them. You treat them like the clowns they are. You call them out for being a clown, for being a bunch of clowns. They have nobody to compete with uh, with the just the democratic skill of the skill of the people in the Democratic Party. They are smart. They are they are uh, eloquent. They're passionate. And they know they're right. They're on the right side of history. They don't have they don't look like clowns. They don't have to be when they're a, when they're answering questions from the press, they don't have to say, who are you from? Oh, you will never believe me anyway. They have answers. They don't make shit up. They don't put fake texts into the congressional record. They don't have to. They got the actual texts. They got the actual recordings. They have real shit to put into the congressional record. They don't impeach people simply because they lost the election. Simply because they don't like them. They can't win an election. And they don't like them. They want they don't like democracy. They want to have a fascist dictatorship with a con man at the top who says cancel the constitution. Could you imagine if Barack Obama said cancel the constitution? Now these are the same people, I have to remind you, that would put out ads about how Obama was a celebrity and how all the Democrats were in a, they were Obama bots, right? They were in a cult. Do you remember that? How the Republicans would talk about how the Democrats were in this Obama cult? That whatever he, he said, we were all, because people were crying. And then they, when he was inaugurated and when he gave his acceptance speech and whatnot, when he won, and they would cut to the the crowd, and there were people with tears in their eyes crying, and they would make fun of that. Like, oh, they're crying because they're in a cult. They worship this guy. Not understanding the historical context. That's why we were crying that in this racist-ass country, somebody of darker pigment is now the chief executive. And that's kind of amazing. If you're not a filthy racist who hates America, you think that's a good thing. That's why you cry. Same way when I cried when Hillary Clinton lost, not be, you know, despite receiving more votes. Not because I was like, yay, all right, let's go Hillary Clinton. But I was like, holy shit, this country is racist. It's, it's sad. This is the backlash to our, our progress. They can't take it. They hate it. They don't like multiracial liberal democracy. They want a, they want a, a dictatorship. They want that. And I've said it for years, and it, here it is, you know. I've always said it, and then friends of mine have been like, oh, that's not true. You're just being... That's hyperbolic saying, because I would say that they will, they, I, I would say they hate democracy 
and they will destroy this country before they will have if actually allow a fully functioning democratic republic and the closer we get to having a more perfect union the closer we get to actually realizing the promises in our founding documents that's when they will lose their shit they will rather burn the country down than have the vision in the founding documents come to fruition and i've i said that for years and people would be like you know, and the good people, you know, normal people. They say, oh, that's not true. They're not that bad. They're not like that. Yes, they are. And here and here we are, you know, here it is. As we see, they would rather burn it down than have a country that works for everyone. They want an oligarchy, even though they can't pronounce it. Where is that that guy? One of the one of the impeachment inquiry idiots couldn't say oligarchy. <laughs> impeachment. Where is it? Oligarchy. I don't. I you know I got to give the Democrats on the on the panel on in these committees on the committees or however. I have to give it to them for keeping their cool, you know? What? Anyway, I can't find it. Well, anyway, I see the time. Listen, I was going to do this other thing about Donald Trump Jr., but that's going to take some more time. And I figured, you know what? Let's keep it short and sweet tonight. It's not that short. It's over two hours. But let's uh, let's pick this up tomorrow. What do you think, guys? Let's let's keep it reasonable. After two hours, the 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 crowd jumps off anyway. So, all right. Yeah, Haiku says I can't be in politics because I don't suffer the insufferable and I don't tolerate the intolerable. Exactly. I don't know how they do it. Have to sit in the room with perjury trader green and listen to her shit. That's why I love Jasmine Crockett. <laughs> She's always she always starts her her uh her time with oh this hearing gets my blood boiling or whatever. My blood pressure's up. She goes, I'm I'm there. But that's because their blood her blood pressure is up. My blood pressure goes up. Her blood pressure goes up because she she cares. She cares about this country. That's another thing with Chuck Schumer. What the hell's wrong with him? With this uh, fucking gold bar asshole, Bob Menendez. He uh, that's uh, unacceptable. But anyway, we need to let's talk about it all tomorrow how's that sound you want to meet back here tomorrow 8 30 ish p.m eastern standard time for our regular friday gathering sounds good sounds good look at little look at him that is boo boo he's a good boy all right my friends it's so nice to see him 
being a cat, right? Being a house cat. Well, I have to next time I'll try to uh, show you a video of Boo Boo being fed. He's traumatized for the rest of his life. Every time I feed him, he goes nuts. He knocks everything over. I have to put him in another room. Well, I only have one bedroom, so I have to lock him in the bedroom because he can't. He just he's panics. He's a, he's great. He's a great cat, though. But we're all we're all products of our traumas. That's what these cats remind me of. So, all right, my friends. I love you. I love you. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Remember, if you can, check out APS Radio News. Uh, the other media, independent media voices are hosted over at APS Radio News, including this show. When you go over there, remember to tell Charlie that Tara sent you. And... I want to thank Charlie for his support and his support of this show and Boudica. He sent some, he sent some uh, practical support for the little booty boo. And she was very grateful. I got to tell you. Thank you. Nice to see you, Trucker. Thank you. Thank you so much. Trucker John has a show as well. You want to check him out and subscribe. Subscribe. Click on Trucker's avatar, I think. Can you get there? Hmm. Well, you got to put it in the chat there, Trucker John. Don't be shy, you know. You got to do that. All right, my friends. I love you all. Thank you so much for hanging out. We will win. Don't worry about it. I mean, try not to worry too much. Stay motivated. Stay awesome. Stay woke. And we will win. My name is Tara Devlin. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and I will see you tomorrow night.